guys, before we get started, I would like to uh, brag about a thing. <laughs> so, I have even more listeners now. I'm so excited about that. Um, I can't hear your voices, and I can't see what the things you have to say. I don't know what your opinions are, but all I know is that you guys took the time out of your lives to listen to me, and that that makes me very happy. I knew that once I entered the internet scene, there would be people who would listen, you know, maybe one or two or five of my, like, closest friends. But I, but I certainly didn't expect to have listeners all the way in Germany. Hi, Germany! <laughs> um, thank you to all of my listeners, or even if it's just one listener in Germany, more specifically, and please bear with me, friend, I am going to butcher this, uh, Thuringia? Did I get that right? I probably didn't get that right. Um, but yeah, and I also have listeners, you already know, from my previous episode, my, my last episode, I have listeners in Leinster, Ireland, and I've also seen that I'm getting even more listeners. Um, I already had listeners in Virginia, Michigan, and Oregon, but since then, I've also gained listeners from Washington, Ohio, New Jersey, and Texas. <laughs> and, and I'm sorry I sound so surprised about that. I just, I don't know. I always thought that you guys in, over in Texas were like, I don't know too cool to listen to a pathetic person like me talk about politics <laughs> um, but apparently not um and more specifically dallas the dallas area um wow yay <laughs> hello texas um so yeah shout out to all of my listeners all over the place <laughs> um you guys, I like my scattered family. I thought that sounded weird. Never mind. Forget I said that. Um, but yeah, I because I I noticed that I have all of these brand new listeners. I've gotten another just ping of inspiration. Uh, actually, instead of inspiration, it's more like, oh crap! I forgot of all about this podcast. I have to go back. Ah! Yeah. Um, so here I am. Um, someone very close to me suggested that I should also do more research beforehand. So that's what I've done. So I have a specific topic that I have planned um, to talk about today. And that is, once again, the 2020 election. Yeah, I'm going to be talking about it till it's over. Please bear with me. Um... So, since I last talked to you guys, um, which was, oh, let's see, hmm, I, I can't, I, I don't remember right now, but, like, it's been a while, um, but since I last talked to you guys, an interesting development happened in the 2020 race, uh, at least on the Democrat, the Democratic race, um, and that is Joe Biden finally picked a running mate. Um, 
and he chose uh, California Senator Kamala Harris. Um, I'm not sure whether or not I talked about her on the podcast before. Uh, I don't really remember. It's been that long. Um, but I used to think that she was great. And then I did the research for this episode. And I still think she's pretty cool. But, like, her record is very wonky. It's just... It was a very interesting roller coaster ride reading about her. I don't want to say I had fun reading about her, um, but it was definitely a very interesting experience that I had. Um, so, um, she has a very mixed record, um, is like basically the number one thing a lot of people have. Um, their misgivings about her is... <sighs> she used to be a prosecutor, you see? And on the Democratic side in the U.S. here, um, a lot of people are concerned because in this Black Lives Matter boom that we're having at the moment... Joe Biden had to pick the prosecutor that defended the death penalty system in California. Um, interesting timing, Mr. Biden. Uh, and don't get me wrong, a lot of the things that Kamala Harris has done, it is very, has been very helpful. Another a lot of things that she's done has have been very unhelpful when it comes to the incarcerated. Um, I think anybody, any uh, American political interested human would have a general understanding, or maybe even, I, I, and I'm not sure, but basically anyone who knows anything <laughs> knows that America's... Um, America's incarceration system is, yeah, it's more out of whack than I went than the last time I tried to make a quesadilla, um, and that was pretty out of whack. So, <laughs> even to my weird standards, America's America's gone crazy. It's been crazy for a while. Um, but yeah, our incarceration system has always been a bit out of whack. But it's especially been out of whack since the tough-on-crime era, which was... I, it's something I'd like to call a political fad, except calling it a fad sounds wrong because it had real horrible consequences. Just prison populations swelled up until they were the size of a hot air balloon. Theoretically, the size of a hot air balloon. Uh, uh, metaphorically, uh, but, like, uh, it's, <sighs> another thing that Kamala Harris has done that, who has not sat well with a lot of people, is she decided to, like, she did not agree to let certain people out of prison even after they were proven innocent. I don't understand that logic. But then again, 
She's also been an advocate for decreasing prison populations. And, like, her record is just so mixed, you know? Um, that I literally do not know how to feel about her. On the one hand, she's done great things, but on the other hand, she's done not great things. I have literally no idea what she's going to do should the Biden-Harris campaign win the White House. And I, I hope they win the White House just because I, I don't, I don't, anybody who's listened to my podcast knows that I am a steadfast liberal human being. And, and I think where a lot of people like me are at now is, oh, whatever, I don't care, just get this orange menace out of the office. <laughs> and that's basically the mindset we're all carrying um, all, all of the folk who are like-minded, um, to my podcast are just basically beside ourselves with, please get this man out of the White House, oh my god. Um, so, you know, only time will tell what will happen, and I, personally, I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to what Kamala Harris will do if she um, lands herself in the vice president's office. I think it'll be very... I'm interested in seeing what kind of a person she really is once she enters the office, what kinds of things she'll do. But I'm worried also because, you know, I would like to have a vice president whose interests is in the people rather than, excuse me, um, rather than let's put these guys in jail. Like, <sighs> the American prison population is so ridiculously high that, like, so, like, It's so high that people have stopped caring. And as a person who... I don't want to say knows a person, but... I am familiar with a person who is stuck in this system. And... This person got... 25 years for stealing. <laughs> yeah. This person has literally watched people with murder sentences come and go. And luckily, this person will be getting out before 25 years, I believe, on parole. Um... But I know that there are lots of people who won't have that chance. And it just... I just hope that Kamala Harris will see the interests of people like that person. And people like me who are concerned for those people. Because even though these people who are in the incarceration system, most of them have done bad things... But 
Honestly, that's what makes all of us human. No one is perfect. And... It's just... It's just upsetting to see all these people stuck in prison. When they could be going out, living their lives, learning from their mistakes, and just have the freedom to vote, have the freedom to do anything. And I am not entirely sure if you can vote from prison, and I will have to do more research. Perhaps I should talk about the incarceration a little more in my next episode, but... I'll stop, I'll stop ranting now. I'm just a little worried, you know? Uh, I've just got that little worry in my heart that's kind of nagging at me. What if Kamala Harris doesn't protect... What if Kamala Harris doesn't actually protect us? What if she just put... What if she just puts people in prison and enforces the death sentence needlessly? It's... That's, that's just basically what I've been concerned about personally. But that's enough negative, sad things. Um, I'll also, I'll say this race has been exciting. Um, if you can ignore the coronavirus, and please don't, please don't ignore the coronavirus. Forget I said that. I meant like, as in, if you cut the coronavirus out of the picture. This has been an incredibly exciting year um, in the po- in the world of politics. You keep seeing everything just shape out and just... It's like... It's like Tetris, you know? It's like everything's just... Whee! It's, it's been a roller coaster. And, and I'm excited to see how the roller coaster will... Well, the roller coaster is never going to end, but I'd like to see what happens after it slows down and you can see what is really going on. And I'm just excited to see how the story of the 2020 election ends. Hopefully it doesn't end with um, uh, Mr. Cheeto still in the White House, just occupying it like it's a frickin' porta john Um... <laughs> But yeah, thank you all for listening to this episode of Politox. Uh, sorry for not <laughs> being more frequent. Bye!